Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Who doesn't want a miracle? Why do you think, why do you think Jarius went to, you know, he heard about it. Jairus was part of the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin is the, is the group of elders, you know, from, you know, from, you know, with alliance and allegiance to the high priest and all those guys in Jerusalem. You can't be a rabbi in a synagogue without being ordained or, or being um, sent by, 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 by the guys in Jerusalem. And they had given an order that this, 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 this upstart <laughs> from Nazareth, this carpenter, you know, he's not endorsed by us. So usually, they, they, you know, people who went to Jesus, who belonged to that order, they always tried to hide. That's why Nicodemus went at night. Uh, but Jairus' daughter, the girl was dying and the man was desperate. He didn't care what they thought. So immediately Jesus came out of the boat. He ran to him and said, my daughter, she's my only daughter. She's, 12, she's about to die, but I've heard too much. This will be Johnson paraphrase. I know if you come and pray, she'll be fine. Because I've heard so many testimonies. This will be Johnson paraphrase. And Jesus was very kind, very gracious. He didn't say you belong to that funny crowd who don't believe in me. Which he did, but Jesus ignored that and followed him. And you know the story, he raised the girl from the dead. So the reason why he doeth only what he sees the father does. That's why you see, see, because I know God's word, I yet not I, but the grace of God which is with me, I now know why it happened. Because I know the background. I know God is no respecter of persons and God loves everybody. In, 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 it, it, it was Bethsaida. I believe it was, yes. You know, there's a guy who is dumb and blind. Just wants to pray for him. He takes him out of the city. He takes him, he takes him out of the city. He, from, from that crowd of unbelief and disobedience and rebellion and all of that. Because they're creating a wrong spiritual atmosphere that will hinder the move of God. So he moves the guy out. He touches his ears, you know, and says, be opened. And the guy's ears and his tongue is loosed and, 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 and he heals the person. Then he says, uh, he said, go and show yourself to the priest. He said, but don't go back into the town. Why would he say that? And I think in one of the visions that Kenneth Hagin had, you know, Lord Jesus explained to him, he said, he said, I had to get him out of that place because of the, of, of the spiritual atmosphere. So you see, sometimes when God doesn't do certain things, it's not because he doesn't want to do them, but the people, you know, create a wrong atmosphere. And the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is like a dove. He's not a dove. He's like a, you know, if you just, you just flutter, you just, he lifts. Now, he said, He's going to show you greater works that you marvel. And that's the title of this message. Seeing and doing God's works for his glory. So that God can be glorified. Now, the Bible tells us 
Look at John, Matthew chapter 5, verse 15. Sorry, excuse me. Chapter 5, verse 16. Excuse me. Oh, this is good stuff. You know, revelation is so important. The more you walk in revelation knowledge and your understanding is enlightened. You know, these days, I'm telling you what's happening to me. And I'm saying it as an example and an inspiration to you so that you can follow Say, follow me as I follow Christ. It's as if I am in the place. It's as if I'm there. You know, seeing Jesus, and you know, is that that's how real it is to me. It's not just stories in the Bible, it's become alive by revelation. So the Lord Jesus tells them, He said, Let your light so shine. I didn't hear you. Before men. That they may see, everybody scream, see your good works and glorify your father. That's the reason God does these things so that men can see them and then return glory back to God. So that's why he wants us to see and then do these works for his glory. And this is not just, you know, um, good works of charity like feeding the poor and, and that, that's part of it. I'm not knocking that at all. It's a, and it's an important part in its place. But unbelievers can do that. He's talking about the ones that no man can do. You know what he said one time? I'm going to read it now. It's in John chapter 9. He said, if I did amongst them what no man has ever done. So let's look at another example. I'm getting ahead of myself. But I'm going to I'll reverse engineer. Look at Matthew. Sorry. Look at John chapter 9. This is another example of seeing. John chapter 9, this is the account where Jesus heals a man who was born blind from his mother's womb. Now, this discourse is extremely important for instruction. Because we don't just read it like a story. You, you, you miss, you just say, oh, Jesus healed a blind man. Mm -mm. You have to read it in detail. So you can see the steps. And you can then see, you know, and we can learn from it so that we can reproduce the same thing. And Jesus passed by. I didn't hear you. And as Jesus passed by, I didn't hear you, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. Hmm. And his disciples observed the sequence of events. And his disciples asked him, that is Jesus, saying, Master, who did sin that this man, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, I didn't hear you, neither has this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God, these are the works he said we, he wants the people to see, that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh. When no man can work. As long as I am in the world. I am the light of the world. Verse 6. Very instructive. When he had thus spoken. I want to. This Olubi Johnson paraphrase. I want to put a parenthesis in there now. You know. When he had thus spoken. God had showed him what to do. While they, they were just passing by. 
God didn't say anything. Then the disciples now asked him the question. And as he was replying them, God began to talk to him. In his thoughts. So he did exactly what he was told. Watch it. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground. Very unusual. And made clay of the spittle. And he anointed, that is, he, he, he rubbed it. The word anointing just means to rub. He rubbed the eyes of the blind man with clay. And said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which by, is by interpretation sent. And he went his way therefore, and washed, and came seen. I think Jesus deserves a clap offering right there. Now listen to this. This is deep. The neighbors therefore, and they which had seen that he was blind, said, is not this he that sat and begged? I'm, I'm not going to read the rest. I'm just going to quickly say because of time. It was so miraculous. People didn't believe. They did not believe. They did not believe. They have seen this man Day after day for years. Years. This man's maybe about 40 years old or something. You know? The guy in Acts now was 40. I don't know where this one, I don't know where they tell us the age of this one. But he was not a baby. He was, he was an adult. They had seen him for years begging in that place. They knew him. They knew his parents. They knew his house. But it was so wonderful that they didn't believe so they began to doubt among themselves. Ah, is it him or is it somebody else? To call a long story short, the man settles the controversy. He says, I am he. <laughs> so there's no controversy. You see, mommy, Pastor G, these are the kind of miracles we're going to be doing now. They have to be miracles that no man, no man cannot deny. And look at the Innocuous way Jesus did it. You know, if it's us today, we'll blow a big trumpet, you know, take him to a crusade, shout, make noise, and all of that. Just quiet. Just told him. The Holy Spirit just nudged him. I'm going to come back to that, you know, when I explain in more detail. Just nudged him. Showed him in his mind. I heal him. You see, this is this southern Jerusalem place where it's full of unbelief and rebellion and disobedience and everything. You know, in, in the north, when Jesus healed the blind, it was so simple. He would just say, two blind men came to him and said, you know, after he, after he raised Jairus' daughter, that same day, as he entered Peter's house, two blind men followed him and said, you know, you, you, you know, you, um, please, Pray for us that we may see. Jesus said, believers that I'm able to do this, they say, yes, yeah. go. Like faith healer. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't rub any clay. He didn't spit on any sand. Why would he need to do that here? And he didn't do it in other places. Because you see, the rubbing of the clay and the sand gave the man a physical point of contact. See, when faith is low, God uses some physical thing as a point of contact to try and trigger the people's faith. When faith is high, it's not necessary. 
Just pew. But in this case, you know, and he gave him an instruction which had to be followed. Otherwise, the healing would not have taken place. He said, go to the pool of Siloam, wash. So the man goes, you know, Jesus could have just said, eyes open. He's done it before many, many times. But he didn't do that because he was not told to do that. May God help us. He did what he was told to do in that situation. To trigger that man. This man had lived among unbelievers. I know they were Jews. So what that means is that unbelieving believers. Skeptical. Rebellious. People. He himself was of that category. But he was blind. So God had compassion on him. I'm going to come back to compassion in a minute. You know. As they were discussing that thing with the disciples, the Holy Spirit nudged him. Kill him. Because he didn't sin. His parents didn't sin. But the reason why you are in the world, Jesus, is to show the world the difference between the works of God and the works of the devil. This blindness, this Olubi Johnson paraphrase, but it's very scriptural. This blindness is the work of the devil. When you heal him now, you show the works of God in contrast with the works of the devil. Go and write it down, oh brethren. All sickness is the work of the devil. I didn't hear a convincing amen. All sickness is the work of the devil. If you, I said, all sickness is the work of the devil. Bible says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. All sickness is a satanic oppression. Are you listening to me? So Jesus was to show the contrast. So he put the, he, he put, take spit. Can you imagine? Sand. Rub the guy's eyes. The Holy Ghost, that's, that's what is going to activate his faith. You just say that he won't, he won't believe. Put that thing on his eyes. Then tell him to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. So he gave him, honey, I'm just downloading from heaven. He gave him something to do with the corresponding action. Because faith without works is dead. You see, that place, there was so much atmosphere of unbelief. He had to do something like that. Put, rub it on his eyes. Then you could have just rubbed on his eyes. His eyes will open immediately. Mm -mm. Go to the pool of Salem. So he had to look for somebody that will guide him. You know he's blind. And he was still blind. Even after the sand, the, 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 the mud had been rubbed on his eyes. He was still blind. So somebody had to take him by the hand and guide him. Everybody knows the pool of Salem. Guide him to the pool then when he got to the pool, maybe the guy thought he wanted to go and drink water. Maybe he just he said, he said, oh boy, Nigerian English. Oh boy, please take me to Pool of Siloam. Everybody knows Pool of Siloam. Said, maybe he's hot, he's thirsty, he wants to go and drink water. So he takes him. He doesn't tell him anything. So he, when he gets to the Pool of Siloam, he said, hmm, we'll soon find out if this man is real. He now takes the water. Hey! To God be the glory. 
the eye opens. Whoa! So he comes back and tells people, he didn't even know Jesus properly. So he said, the man called Jesus. They said they did not believe. Even the elders did not believe. They thought that he was playing some prank. So they, 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 they now called the parents. This is going to happen today. There are still a lot of people. You, you will show them God like this. And they will say it's not so. And they said, is this your son? They said, yes. <laughs> and he was born blind. They said, yes. We know this is our son. And he was born blind. We are testifying. We are telling you it is a fact. We are the parents. He said, then they asked him, how then? <laughs> and then I read this part of the Bible, I always laugh. How then does he now see? <laughs> and then I said that in our language. He said, ah, you know, this person you're going to put in trouble, this person you're looking for. He said, he's an adult. <laughs> we know he's our born, our child. We know he was born blind. And we know that he sees now. But... How he sees, we don't know. He's of age. Ask him. Don't put us into trouble. Because the, the Sanhedrin, they had passed a word around that if anybody should confess Jesus, they should kick him out of the synagogue. And the parents wanted to still be able to go to the synagogue. So they didn't want to have that stigma. So even though they knew this thing was great, you know, so the boy... You know, comes and says, yes, a man called Jesus, you know, to rub clay on my eyes, asked me to go to the pool of Salem and wash, and behold, I washed and I came seeing. Then they give God the praise. This man is a sinner. You know, otherwise he will not heal on the Sabbath day. How ridiculous. You know what the man says? Whether he's a sinner or not, I know not. He said, but one thing I know, I was blind and now I see. Give the Lord a clap offering. <laughs> one thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. He said, God heareth not sinners. This man is now teaching them. You, I just got another text. That's why he got healed. He had a good heart. In the middle of all that nonsense. He had an honest heart. Although he was surrounded by an atmosphere of unbelief. That's why God went out of his way to get to him. Another clap offering for the Lord. Look at, you guys has to teach them Bible. He said, since the beginning of the world. Have we ever heard of somebody that opens the eyes of one that is not blind, that, that I was born blind? He said, if this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They said, does thou teach us? And kicked him out of the synagogue. When all that hula baloo had gone down, Jesus comes quietly. Comes to him. And he recognizes Jesus. He said, you now see, don't you? He said, yes. He said, do you believe on the son of God? He said, who is he that I might believe on him? Oh, give them another clap of him. I like Jesus. 
I like his style. He said, I am he. I have come to this world for judgment. That they which see may see not. And they which say they see, or rather, they, they which see will see not. And they would do, who are blind will see. He said, if I had not done amongst them a work that nobody else has done, then they would have had no excuse or cloak for their sin. But now they have both seen and hated me and my father. What an indictment. He saw what God wanted him to do. And then he acted upon it. Seeing, it was a seeing and doing the works of God for his glory. Now, let's come to the deep part. How did he see? Did he see a vision? Was it a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom? No. No. See, this is the difference between operating the spirit without measure and then operating by the gifts of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit are temporary anointed, like a flash, and comes and goes. This was different. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus gave specific instructions as to what to do. And he obeyed. Now, let me show you how he saw. Look at John chapter 8. You know, I was saying this the other day, and I'm going to repeat it. What would we do without John and Paul? All this deep revelation is in John. First John, um, um, gospel, first, second, and third John. Then the whole of the Pauline revelation. <laughs> what would we do? This deeper part. Some of this is not recorded in some of the other Gospels. Unique to John. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.